Hey everybody, my name is Alex and this is Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. Now, this week I want to talk about something that's very, it's not necessarily unique, but it is interesting because it's kind of the return of an old guard classic, at least in, you know, the shonen jump sense. Now, back in 2017, we all witnessed the kind of final end of the slow death of Bleach. And the reason why Bleach went bad was it just, it it got too popular for its own good. This is a pretty common problem. And if you've noticed, a lot of the big shonen and the reason why there haven't been like a big three or big four, big five or whatever number of big shows you want to apply to it is because the shows end because mangaka in general are trying to learn from the mistakes of the past a and b you know that kind of life is not for everybody and but also that kind of life doesn't doesn't mean you shouldn't if you don't want to live the kind of like um, like the kind of life popularized by um, what's his face, the creator of Astro Boy, honestly, um, Osamu Tezuka, um, who was a had to be a self-admitted workaholic and a psycho on that level, at least. Then you, it shouldn't mean that you don't get to make new things. But also, the people who did that, like the Taikobus and the um, and the Ichiro Odas of the world, they love their universes. And the thing you could never accuse the property of Bleach of doing was not loving its universe enough. The kind of filler arcs of Bleach are legendarily and uh, legendarily enormous, but the the raw story of Bleach is like, if nothing else, it is kind of breathtaking to look at. Like <laughs> people who don't read Bleach sometimes come across, um, or who haven't read Bleach sometimes come across panel like panels or two-page spreads from Bleach, and they're like, I don't know what's going on here, but sure looks fucking fascinating. And the long and short of it is, it's, it's, it's probably not as fascinating as you think, but it's certainly not as boring as you'd imagine either. And you combine th- that kind of like passion for what for what he's doing in Taikobu and his kind of knack for a really unique design style and a design style that it's really kind of only ever aped in something like One Piece. And Ichiro Oda has a really great grasp on the look of his work and 
Tight Kobu does as well. Um, the I forget the name of the original author for Naruto, but Naruto has it has it also, but it's not. Naruto's look isn't as modern as something like, and neither is um, One Piece's look as modern as something like Bleach. Bleach feels like it came from and came out of something that is closer to a modern day Japan than something like, say, um, Ichiro Oda's one piece which feels more rooted in actually western cartoons or something like naruto that feels more rooted in like ancient japan shinobi stuff that kind of thing and yes there are modern elements in all three of their in all three of their work but bleach really it leans on a like base of really contemporary graphic design and character design and world design that, yes, crosses over with super traditional Japanese, you know, fashion and architecture in the form of the soul society, but it's all still kept really slick. And that whole, the Soul Society itself feels kind of like modern people living in a world full old stuff. It feels what I would imagine, I've never been to Kyoto, what I imagine Kyoto might feel now. And in that way, um, I'm sure it served as like a inspiration point for things like um, air gear and the like. But the thing I don't think we're counting on and the thing I think that every freaking news outlet on the planet realizes is that Bleach was huge when it was out. Like it, it was enormous. And the reason why it ran for like 16 seasons or something it, it, it really what ran for too long is because it was so popular it couldn't like it, it died under its own weight of popularity basically and eventually the, the manga teetered out because it was having the same issues and ended and the kind of but it's still such a massive property and it's still it is still an influence for the big shonens of the day. You don't get a character like Bakugo without a character like Ichigo as a main character in a show. Ichigo is kind of in a not as not as turned up to 11 as Bakugo is, but Ichigo was one of the first characters to be kind of done with this shit as soon as the shit started. Like, he he was a character who, in the first episode, 
saw a ghost girl just like with a chain in her chest and was like crying at the corner. And he's like, nope, no, not doing this today. Like I gotta go home and finish homework. Screw you. Like I'll leave you food, but that's it. Mm-mm. I got stuff to do. Like was not tolerant of his father's nonsense. And was less tolerant of his father's nonsense when he found out his father was what he ultimately became to, came to be, which was a soul, substitute soul reaper. Blah 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 blah. Go watch Bleach. Um. But for the love of God, do so as an episode guide. It. It's insane. Um. But, like. I don't think that. I think that people looking at this and being like, Bleach is coming back? Eh. Don't realize that Bleach was huge. And Bleach was huge. One of the best um, anime TikToks I've seen in a while is a guy who had never seen Bleach before watching Bleach and like really being on Aizen's side. And really being in like the Aizen Momo camp. And I'm not going to say what happened there because it's a big, big spoiler. But it was great to watch this dude <laughs> have the moment that we all, as, like in his like 20s, have the moment that we all as like preteens and teenagers had of like, oh, oh god damn it. <laughs> and then like each TikTok he released got subsequently more alarmist <laughs> and subsequently like more pissed it was pretty good it was pretty good and so I, it's a 20th anniversary thing and I know that anniversary thing have a te- for super popular shows like Bleach have a tendency to like spiral out and become something more like um Boruto was probably always planned as a series, but it felt very much like a like celebration of Naruto, and then it ran for like a hundred episodes, and we're fucked. We're we're in it now. <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> it's a Dragon Ball Z Super. It's been three years scenario with Boruto real hard, and like no one knows what to do about it. <laughs> And I pray for your soul. But. These shows. Were from a like. Time. Where like. A hyper consumerist mindset said. Oh it's popular. We need to milk it. As much as possible. And. The creator. Either didn't have the framework. Or didn't have the desire. To just say no. Like you. If you look at the Demon Slayer. Um, manga. That's a perfect example. That. That. Creator has said like. I may come back to this world. I may come back to this concept. But. I wanted the story to be kind of done. For these characters. And I think the reason he said that. Was because. That show, that show will stop being popular, will stop being popular the longer it's on. 
It's just the way math works. It it the same for every show. And I my gut feeling is is that's really kind of painful for a creator to like watch the thing they've poured so much of their lives into and of their creativity into to be like slow to slowly die under its own weight because the license holder wants more money. <laughs> and where, like, everybody involved with Demon Slayer will make plenty of money and will be fine. But what doesn't need to happen, and what I think UFO table, you know, freaking tax evasion withstanding, had done really well, is they've taken the opportunity for there's a finite amount of this to mean... Like, we could make a movie out of what many people would make a season out of. Now, granted, I think it's insane they also made a six-episode, like, mini-season out of the movie content, because pick one. But by choosing that and making the movie matter, you you're giving a more unique viewing experience than oftentimes happened with with anime with anime with anime series because you look at something like Bleach. If you look at something like Bleach or any of the big anime big Shonen Jump anime, what usually happens is they take the movies as an opportunity for you to basically see your friends on the big screen. For you to see the cast on the big screen. And they do either what's called recap movies. Which are like they condense an arc into like a two and a half. Two, into like a one and a half to two and a half hour thing. That you can go see on a big screen. They can get more money out of you. Or they make a kind of isolated episode. Um... And oftentimes that means that those isolated episodes have huge swings and misses and huge home runs in just the movies. All the, of all the Bleach movies, my favorite is still the first one, Memories of Nobody. Because it's the only... It's the only one that... With a, they came up with a like original character who... Like, absolutely captivating in her first um in like her first appearance but B it feels like it has this heart that Bleach has and then it starts getting cash grabby immediately after that movie and I think it'll be interesting to especially after um, Taiko has made and released a very limited series in the form of um, Burn the Witch, and I think it'll be interesting to see how the the, the Thousand Year Blood Arc series fares in a universe where they're allowed to just make a series and it, it doesn't have to go on for 19 seasons 
because it's the most popular thing on Earth. And it can just end. It's allowed to be a story that's told and have a beginning, middle, and end. Because the thing that people forget about and the thing that makes these things fall apart, ultimately, is that actually the thing that started to make the worst of the current shonen, like action, giant action shows, Black Clover fall apart, is that you like get into this gray space where you don't know what's happening, but they're still making everything feel re- like kind of relevant to the story, but nothing relevant to the story. And I... It, Burn the Witch doesn't feel like that. And the Soul Society arc of Bleach feels really tight and really pretty well paced and doesn't have the power creep or plot creep issues of its predecessor seasons or films. Um, this, this same holds true of just about every Shonen Jump show, if you look at the first arc or two, they feel really tight. If you look at the if you, if you look at like the first yeah if you look at the first arc or two or Naruto cases I guess because it's got some shorter arcs maybe five they all feel really tight and then everything past that starts to feel looser and looser until it feels like it's falling apart as you watch it and if you look at something like um. Actually, Naruto Shippuden is the perf- a perfect example. They set that up in certain arcs of the original Naruto. But then in Naruto Shippuden, you have this great kind of mystery moment of like, yo, they just went to the Sand Village and just took and was just trying to take Gara. It's friggin' weird. Why do they want him? What's happening? Wait, he's the same as... Now, do they also want... What's happening? God, we gotta figure this out. And then you get to like... You get to the big ultimate story. And the thing with these shows is... Is the other overwhelming feeling you get is... That the story by itself is exciting enough. You don't need to pack it full. And what starts to feel like is happening in those instances. It's like it's being it's being packed full of filler so it lasts longer. Not necessarily so it can catch up to the manga. So, so the manga can catch up but so that they can make more money off it. And oftentimes yes there is the additional thing of the manga catching up because these shows have seasons in the way that normal TV shows have seasons and what in that they never actually stop airing, but they do like they have a, a um like a obligatory season 
chapter marker, basically. I just think it'll be really... It'll be really interesting for that show to come back in an environment where it's allowed to be what I think it wanted to be in the beginning. Which is a pretty tightly organized thing. Without having to be, like, everything to everybody on, you know, Crunchyroll or whatever illegal streaming thing you first watched Bleach on. Um, don't lie, I know you did. Um, kind of thing. On that note, um, this has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. I have been Alex. If you like this episode, new episodes come out every Thursday and Sunday. Sunday is the Sunday edition. It's more metatextual and more, like, um, industry-based, like this episode has been. And uh, third day is a more, like, focused on a particular series. Um, and on that note, I will talk to you on Thursday.